Well, hey, y'all, it's Pastor Dave Marsh, and we're so glad to have you with us today. Over the past few weeks, we've been doing a series of podcasts uh, called uh, Cultivating a Culture of Life. And uh, we know there are just so many hot-button issues floating around our culture today, and, and folks have lots of different ideas about them. But what we've said all along is that uh, we are a church that is a pro-life church, but uh, we're not just pro-life for the, the issue of, you know, just the time that a baby is in the womb, but uh, we want to come alongside uh, families and, and moms and dads, parents who, who find themselves in situations sometimes that are less than ideal, sometimes they're a little scared, they're not sure what to do, and we want to try to help resource them and love them and support them any way that we can. And today we're excited to have with us today Jared Showalter, who is the executive director of the James Isaac House, uh, has multiple locations around our area, and they're one of the ministries that we think is doing a fantastic job of coming alongside those folks and helping to promote that culture of life and supporting families through pregnancy up until that time that baby's born and even parenting resources after that. And so, uh, Jared, we welcome you to the podcast mm-hmm. today. Good to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here here. Um, I got to know of you, I guess, maybe about a year or so ago. Uh, we've got a long-standing relationship with uh, Nellie Ashby and, and her daughter Jill and the Crisis Pregnancy Center that's been around our area for, I guess, over 30 years now. Yep. Um, I first met Nellie back when I worked for He's Alive Radio. She would come in and do our radio program, and we would learn about you know the different ways that the ministry was reaching out. And over the years, um, you know that's evolved and that's changed some, and the, the name changed to the James Isaac House. And then uh, I guess about a year and a half ago, something like that, you came on board and became the executive director. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about your family and and your journey of how you got here uh, to the James Isaac House. Yeah, so I'm uh, originally from Lancaster, Pennsylvania area, Ephrata, Pennsylvania. And so my wife and I, when we first got married, we were um, just kind of taking time in our first year of marriage and like just seeking the Lord on direction and ministry and, and what he wants us to do as a couple. We were involved in different ministries as individuals prior to being married. And so in that, we were like, hey, let's pray about what we can do together. And through that, we felt like God was calling us to missions. Um, we sold our house in Pennsylvania and we went to serve with YWAM, Youth with a Mission, uh, in West Virginia here in Kaiser, which is about 45 minutes away from here. Yeah. And, you know, we served with them for about seven years. And as we were serving with them, uh, we would have youth groups come, and we would host those youth groups. And we would take them out and do community services, different projects in the community. And one of those projects was helping the pregnancy center. Okay. And so that's kind of how I got to know uh, Nellie and and even Jim, the president of the board. I got to know him and through that, uh, working with him. And then when we heard that Nellie's health was declining and that they didn't know what to do, they were considering shutting it down and, and just didn't know what to do. And so my wife and I, we were praying and we just felt a piece that, you know, God was calling us to do this. And so we uh, took it over in September 2020. Okay. So. 
Awesome. Yeah. Now, you mentioned your wife, uh, mm-hmm. and we were talking before we started uh, recording here today yeah. uh, about your family. Yeah. Uh, you are a family man. <laughs> and, and tell us a little bit yeah. about that, uh, that whole brood you yes. have there at home. Yeah, we are a pro-life example anywhere we go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yes, I have seven children, um, mm-hmm. six girls and one boy. Uh, my oldest daughter, Sarah, she uh, will be 10 here in July. Uh, my next daughter, Noella, she is eight. And then we have twin daughters, Eva and Amaya. They are six. And then our son, Uriah, he is three. He'll be four in July. And then our youngest, Hannah and Olivia, they're one, and they'll be two in July also. We have four birthdays in July. So. Whoa. <laughs> July is a busy and expensive yeah, <laughs> uh, month around your yes. house. Uh, yep. A lot of joy. <laughs> train them now that, yep. you know, uh, uh, crafts are great birthday <laughs> gifts to receive. Homemade stuff yep. is good. So For sure. Uh, so. Seven kids, yeah. two sets of twins, all 10 and under. I yeah, mean, this is pretty, much, so. pretty crazy at your house. <laughs> it is. It is very crazy. So, yeah. But it's a lot of joy, and they are fun. There's days where it's hard and and the struggle's real, but in the end, sitting back and watching them play and stuff, it always is a blessing. Yeah. So. Well, Jared, tell us a little bit about uh, the James Isaac House. There might yeah. be people watching or listening today, and they're not familiar with the ministry and, and what it is mm-hmm. that you all do there. So just kind of give us a snapshot of what you do. Yeah, so the James Isaac House, we're a pregnancy resource center. Um, basically, our mission statement is to be the alternative by championing life before and after pregnancy. And basically, we just want to come alongside of these moms who find themselves, or dads, who find themselves in an unplanned pregnancy, uh, not sure what to do. And we want to come alongside of them and help them make an informed decision. If it's an abortion-minded person, you know, we will help them uh, look at the options of Mm -hmm. what, um, you know, there's the adoption option, parenting option, and, you know, the abortion option and the side effects and risks that that would cause if they chose that. So we just uh, lay out the, their choices and then we help them. We just help them, you know, make an informed decision. Uh, A lot of times um, moms come to us for just, we want to be a support system for them. You know, we're looking at time and age right now where Roe's about to be overturned. We were hoping yesterday, but, um, you know, it's looking very promising that Roe's going to go. And so we just realize that now is the time that we need to just be that support system. Yeah. Um, I just had a personal, one of our clients came to our center um, this past week, they said that prior to the, they, they're expecting now and they're older. So they were considering abortion because it didn't fit in their plan. And she said, but because I had such a support system in my previous pregnancy centers through the James Isaac house that she chose, she's choosing life for this baby. And so that's just, we want to be that support system to where abortion's not even an option for them, that they know there's a people here that care about them, love them, and is going to be there for them and be that support for them. Yeah. When you find out you're, you're expecting, Mm -hmm. it's, it's scary, yep. <laughs> you know, and I mean, you've experienced it yep. even as a, a married man. Mm-hmm. I have too, you know, yep. I'll never, never forget coming home from church one day and, and uh, <laughs> finding out by surprise that we were going to have another one, you know, and I felt like, wow, I don't know that I'm equipped to be a dad yeah. to another one yeah. and, and another mouth to feed mm-hmm. and all that. So 
let alone someone who might be a, a single mom or, or a young lady. Um, it can be scary, and, and we're not saying it's not. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest things that we can do to help is be that support system. Yeah. Get alongside them. Say, mm-hmm. hey, you can do this. This yeah. is not impossible, yeah. and you're not alone. Yep. We're, we're going to help you. And so one of the things I love that you guys do is um, you, you walk with them through every step of the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard yeah. I've heard Nellie tell stories of, you know, being at the hospital when babies are being born. Yeah. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not just like you have a program. Yeah. You really are doing life with these uh, yeah. with these young ladies yeah. and helping them walk through that. You do parenting classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, even after the baby's born, there's a, a whole lot of resources that yeah. you have. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk to us a little bit about more what that process looks like. Yeah. So when we do an intake, our clients come in. Um, if they're looking for material assistance, we partner with an organization called World Vision, mm. and they have a storehouse in Philippi, West Virginia. And so we go down there about once a month, and they they have free stuff there for our organization that we can take. And so we can get, like, brand-new couches, dining room chairs, uh, pots and pans, household items, and diapers and wipes. They help us with that. And so we can get a, a bunch of resources through them. So when our clients come in, we can offer these things to them. But we don't want to just be the local giveaway because sure. then we have everyone coming. <laughs> but we want to be. We don't want to just give and enable, you know, poverty. And so we want to train them and give them equipped. So we we updated our videos curriculum. So now we have them in our TVs. We have TVs that can stream all our courses. And so they're 20-minute videos, they're updated, and they can come in, do parenting classes, um, just different videos that will help them along, you know, expectations in pregnancy. You know, you mentioned that God has given us nine months to prepare to be that father, you know, or the mother. And so God knew we needed that time to prepare. And so in that time, they can prepare. And, you know, through watching these videos and coming in for these classes, classes, they can earn coupons and then turn them in for these items um, like couches or, or different items, strollers, cribs, you know. I know your church, I think, donated a stroller previously. And so it's like just these items, it's just... Being able to bless them with that is just is a great opportunity, and you know. But we want them to have some skin in the game and show, sure. you know, uh, wanting to change and to learn. So that's why we offer that program to them for yeah. that way. So yeah, I think it's a great idea. You know, here at the church we talk about discipleship, mm-hmm. but what you guys are doing is really a, a form of discipleship. Yeah. When when you're bringing, um, you know. Um, these mothers in there, these expectant mothers, and you're helping walk them through that process. And for some of them, they're going to be first-time moms. And uh, again, you know, ha- what do you do? Yeah. Uh, when you, With your parenting classes, you're help getting them equipped. Uh, you help drawing them closer to the Lord because I know you've got a lot of great volunteers. Uh, some are right here, a part of our church. We have church members on staff there. you got a lot of great people who love people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I know we found anytime someone's in a crisis-type situation, if you could surround them with love, uh, you know, the Bible says perfect love casts out all fear. And so if you can surround them with love, help them walk through that process, Mm -hmm. um, what was a really, really scary experience can become a really, really blessed experience. And uh, and so we just really, really appreciate what you guys do there. Well, thank you. And to that, you know, our ultimate goal is to see them restored to Christ, you know, Mm. like they their situation 
you know, they think that might be the issue at the time, but ultimately we want to see them have a right relationship with Jesus Christ. And, and through that, you know, we try to put those nuggets in there. And, you know, I think it's important too, moving forward is bridging those gaps from pregnancy centers to the church. Cause you know, we we're a limited source of people, you know? And so when, with Roe being overturned here, um, we're going to need that network to be growing also um, and and so yeah, that's a great a great need and a great opportunity for us to partner with churches like you, you know, to where we can you know introduce our clients like, hey, here's a great church to go to. They offer different programs, you know. Yeah. So that's that's a great way we can partner with you guys too. Yeah, well, we we appreciate what you're doing, and mm-hmm. yeah, the uh, the Supreme Court decision here it seems like it's looming what it's going to come out. Yeah. Now, I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. People don't quite understand yeah. exactly what's going on. Uh, if if Roe v. Wade gets overturned, it, it doesn't mean that automatically abortion is going to be illegal uh, across the United States. And so some people are, are kind of pushing that that mm-hmm. thought, and that's, that's not what's going to happen. Yeah. But what will happen is it'll go to the states. Mm-hmm. But what I'm excited about is it, it gives us a fresh opportunity mm-hmm. now looking at the technology we have, looking at the science that yeah. we have, to have a fresh conversation instead of just saying it, well, that's just settled and that's the way it's always been, yeah. you know, or it's been that way since 1973. And this is an opportunity to let's look at this one more time. Yeah. Let's have a fresh conversation and let's let's show people some of the resources that are out there. Yeah. Uh, like are found in, in pregnancy resource centers all over the country. Uh, folks, I, I know in, unless you're going through it, you don't really understand yeah. or unless you work there, you don't really understand. Yeah. But there are light. All across this country, pregnancy resource centers uh, making a difference in communities. Yeah. You know, they do so much. It's not just about being anti-abortion, yeah. but pro-life is again yeah. being a support system, being mm-hmm. loved, yeah. uh, being a place that these young ladies, often it's young ladies, can can come and be nurtured and mm-hmm. and discipled. And so, there's just a lot of great things happening around our nation. Yeah. And this, I think, as it does unfold, is going to give us that opportunity to have that conversation, bring it into the limelight once again, and help uh, young ladies especially understand there are other options out there. Uh, You can do this. You can make a decision that affirms life. And uh, you're seeing that all the time. Yes, we are. Yeah. It's just a great opportunity to be a part of that, you know, just the history that we're seeing unfold before our eyes. And, And so, yeah, I just... We are trying to do what we can to be proactive, and so we're not reactive, you know, and we want to be prepared for this. Um, I know we have three locations in West Virginia. Um, We have four locations, one here in Oakland, uh, one in Kaiser, West Virginia, one in Kingwood, West Virginia, which isn't far from here, Mm -hmm. and then we have one in Petersburg, West Virginia. And so, yeah, so we're excited. I think West Virginia laws are a little more pro-life and so i know maryland's got some work to do yet but um we continue to champion that and so but yeah so we are excited to be a part of this you know part of history it's going to be awesome yes yes i agree um so four locations you guys you've got a pretty big footprint there you're making Mm -hmm. an impact not just here in garrett county but really in the region Mm -hmm. now executive director 
What does that mean? What, what, what do you do? Are you, are you just kind of trying to oversee all that? Yeah, so as an executive director, I oversee it, you know, and, and we, we take all – Oakland's our main office, so okay. we have the donation. All the is, checks are mailed there, so I oversee that and making sure those are deposited, um, just making sure we have volunteers at all the locations and that we have director of client services at each location that are just um, – performing the same as all our centers are doing and trying to, yeah, just keep them covered. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. Pray for all of them, you know, just keeping that hedge of protection over them um, and try to meet here. You, when you're executive director, you're kind of like the problem solver, sure. really. So yep. you just kind of <laughs> take them as they come and, and try and work them out. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, I know you're, you're probably always looking for volunteers, mm-hmm. And so maybe there's someone listening today and they've got a heart, um, again, to, to be that support system um, and uh, they want to get involved. Uh, what are some of the different ways that people can volunteer at the James Isaac House? Yes, yeah, so some different ways. Um, we can always use help just sorting clothing. We do get a lot of donations from different people donating baby clothing, you know, lightly used or new. And so just sorting that so that we can have it ready to go when we need it. Um, helping just around our facilities, cleaning, you know, we're all out, we run on a volunteer basis. So, yeah. you know, we depend on our volunteers. And so, you know, we need people who are willing to help clean and do different things like that. Um, we also have advocates that do our, some of our training and then, you know, help with counseling, you know, in these, not counseling, but just being there in these video sessions with our clients and just advocating with them and stuff like that. So yeah, those are one way. Um, we can always use guys. I know you know, pregnancy, there's always a guy involved. And so, <laughs> you know, it's a great ministry for guys too. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, our buildings, can, if there's a handyman, we can always use handyman. Okay. <laughs> there's always projects around the buildings, you know, to do be fixed up or whatnot. So Sure. We can always use that too. So, yeah. yeah. We can definitely use prayer warriors. Um, I think that is key. We just need, you know, I'd love to see a bigger network of prayer warriors just covering our ministry yeah. in prayer yeah. and stuff like that. So, And that's something you can do from anywhere, yep, right? Exactly. So even if you're not coming into one of the centers mm-hmm. uh, right there from home, uh, yeah. you can you can be praying for you and your staff and yep. praying for the clients who mm-hmm. are yep. who are coming. And then uh, I know, you know, you're an organization that, that runs from donations. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the mm-hmm. way that you're you're funded. And so mm-hmm. if God would lay it on the heart of someone to, to support financially, mm-hmm. uh, you wouldn't turn that down, would you? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I'm, I'm sure you're like, you're like our church or like any other organization. Mm-hmm. You probably have folks that, that give, you know, a few dollars here and yeah. there and, yeah. and then folks that give more, you know, yeah. more than that. Yeah. But every gift really does. It adds up it at does. the end of the month to, to make sure that mm-hmm. not only are the bills paid, but the ministry mm-hmm. continues. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The gospel message is a free gift. But ministry is expensive, and so, yeah, yeah we, we find ourselves in that need to often sometimes, so. Yeah. Well, well Jared, a couple, I think of the, about the different people who might be listening today. Um, maybe there is someone who would like to, to partner or volunteer mm-hmm. with you, uh, or maybe someone who would like to give uh, financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be the best way for them to get in contact with you? Yeah, call our center in Oakland. Uh, okay. The number is 301 334 
1058. You can call that number and um, we will get that message. Or you can go on our website, um, shoot us an email at info dot at info at tjihouse.org. Okay. They can send us an email or whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, they can give online too. Okay. Also. So they can get you online. I know you're on Facebook. Yep. I mean, you're, you're all over the place like mm-hmm. everyone else yep. is nowadays. Um, but what would you say? Maybe there's a, a, a person listening, uh, a young lady or, or a young man who, you know, he just found out, you know, his girlfriend's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a decision to make or that young lady, she's just found out she's pregnant. She wasn't planning on this, wasn't expecting this. Yeah. Uh, she's a little scared right now, not sure what to do. Uh, what would you, what would you say to, to them today? Yeah, I would just say, you know, don't make rash decision. Um, take it to the Lord and give us a call, and we would love to, you know, sit down with them and just kind of talk over their options and just let them know, you know, that there's a p- caring people here for them to help them walk alongside of them. You know, they don't have to walk this road alone, yeah. and so we're here for them, and we want to be that support and that care with them. So. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and uh, as we said, you've got a pretty big footprint here as far mm-hmm. as having four centers in our region. Yeah. But these videos, sometimes they end up, you know, all over the place yeah. and people are watching. And so maybe you're listening today, but you're not from our local area. Uh, I guarantee you, if you Google uh, a pregnancy resource center or a crisis pregnancy center in your area, you're going to find people yeah. who are, are just like Jared and his yeah. team yeah. who want to come alongside you and help you through this, mm-hmm. help you cultivate that, that that atmosphere of life, make a life-affirming decision. Uh, people who will love you, not judge you. Uh, they're not against you. They're for you. Yeah. They're, they want to join your team and help you through this. So we just encourage you uh, to do that. Well, Jared, we appreciate you coming by yeah. today and uh, wish you all the best. Um, you, you you entered into that um role in the midst of COVID, which is, is you know, has been changed everything, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you're still wrapping your mind around uh, mm-hmm. how to do this job and how to mm-hmm. function and all yeah. that. Uh, but we wish you and your family, that big family yeah. you have, you. Uh, all the best. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again in the future. Right. Thank you. And I just want to say a big thank you to your church and for supporting us and, and being that support for us. And we really appreciate it. And this opportunity to come and share. I really appreciate it. Well, it's our pleasure, sir. God bless you. Thank you.